seven o'clock on my dot, I'm in my drop top. Do you know that song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. No, you don't. No, I like that song. That's um. Who's it by? That's um. That's Missy Elliott with Tony, Tony, Tony. What? It is. No, it's. Oh, they abs- did a version together. No, they did not. Yeah, they did. No, they oh, did is not. This, oh, something you don't know. Um, you've never, you've never seen the Missy Elliott Tony 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 version. It's got an awesome video. You are so full of shit. That song's <laughs> by Usher. <laughs> well, Tony 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 and Missy Elliott covered it. I just wanna take it nice and slow. Now, baby, tell me what you wanna do with me. That's Usher. <laughs> Sounds not, like Usher. <laughs> not Missy Elliott or Tony Tony Tony. It could be Tony Tony Tony. No, it could not. It's like, gosh, you're going to make me so angry. Aw, well, we just started, so let's let's wait until we're at least halfway through for the anger. (laughs) Okay, I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this is Last Name Basis. Four corners in a triangle. Why we keep it 100 tie optional? With a person from a dance to acting on the screen. You know who it is, man. It's Jessica Lee. He's a lawyer, she's an activist. And you're tuning into them live. This is last name basis. A podcast <laughs> that we host. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I can't clean that up and edit it. <laughs> Just edit it out. Um, so we got a lot of feedback last week on the crayon versus crayon debate. And I just want to say thank you to everyone out there who has uh, a minimum amount of common sense. Sorry, my brain, my brain was like, do you want to do this podcast? Because I don't. <laughs> um, because I posted, okay, so Patrick tweeted at Crayola Crayons, which I just cannot even believe that you did this. Why wouldn't you go right to the source? Yeah, I know, but babe, you're... Your tweet to them was so just like weird and okay, let me just tell you what's what, weird about it. Let me just tell you what Patrick tweeted them. He tweets them, Can you guys how do you guys prefer to pronounce crayon? My marriage may depend on this very important issue, so please take this seriously. Like look at you getting an attitude with Crayola. My marriage may depend on this. Take this seriously. What are you talking about? You know what they did? You know what they did? They sent me a response quoting Webster's dictionary. Saying what Webster said. I was like, that's bullshit. We all know that nobody pronounces things pursuant to the dictionary. Like, okay. that's not a thing. Okay, but we're, I'm just telling. They are clearly saying that Webster says it to pronounce it that way, and they agree with them. You know, somebody in their office was like, is there a liability problem here? Like, no, could we be liable if he gets a divorce? Is this that didn't happen at all? Is this going to come back to bite us in the ass? Well, we I, should just quote Webster. That's safe. I posted this interaction on my Instagram, and it was really funny because I got to say, I don't know how I feel about this, but like my posts do not get as much attention as this post about crayons. You're welcome. Over 105 comments from people. Most people saying it's crayon. I think three people said it was crayon. The three smartest people in the group. One of the people was like, it's crayon, bitch. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why are you getting so aggressive? I was like, what the fuck? But yeah, you did have like three people who were like, it's okay, That's Patrick. right. I'm with I tweeted you. to Ray, too. About this? Yeah, I did. I did. Why? Because I saw he, he reposted a question by somebody that said, why were we all trained to play the recorder in the fourth grade? And I was like, that's a good question. Oh, that is a good and question. And because he retweeted that, I thought, you know what? He would probably respect the question, how do you pronounce crayon? Wait, wait, wait. Can we just go back for one second? Remember when you bought a recorder, like, randomly because you decided you wanted to play recorder? Yeah. No, I, <laughs> no, I decided I was a broke law student and needed some outlet for my musical so talent. So you bought a recorder. And I bought a recorder because that's $4. Whereas, like, say, a flute is, like, $1,000. I know, but, like, no one just leisurely plays the flute or the recorder. Like, that's not a, that's not like a sit-at-home-and-like-jam kind of instrument. That's, like, a guitar or, like, a ukulele. No, no, I could rock that recorder. You okay, no wait. Idea. Okay, no, no, no. Tell the story of when the recorder happened, because this <laughs> is really funny. The time the recorder happened. This this would, this is you what know. you're going to tell your grandchildren. No, you know exactly what I'm talking about, Yeah, though. okay. So I, I bought a recorder. And it was four dollars, and I was just looking for something just to, you know, just to dick around with. I was wait, in law wait, school. I was know, broke. What it, does everyone know what a recorder? Recorder is those little plastic flute-like things that they teach you to play in fourth grade, and they're really just cheap. And they teach you to play them because they're you, you clean. play hot co- hot cross buns on it. I don't what you didn't, you didn't play hot cross buns. Uh, no, I don't it's even like, know that song. Hot cross buns, hot cross buns. Dun, dun, dun. That's three blind mice. But it's this. 
the hot cross buns is the other version. What is hot cross buns? What are those? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I now that I think about it, it's oddly kind of sexual. It's very strange, but I, think I know they meant what... like real bun. Not like buns like your butt. Like it's a bun that you eat, I think. That's why they were like hot, because they just came out of the oven, maybe. Right. A hot cross bun. Whatever. That's a song that I learned to play on the recorder. But please go. Well, I learned how to play three blind mice. Okay. And maybe Yankee Doodle. And Okay, so I get the recorder. I'm sitting there fumbling with it. I can't even, honestly, I can't even make the thing make proper notes. Like, all of them are squeaking and squealing and whispering and just terrible. Fran walks in. She's like, let me see that recorder. <laughs> and she takes it, and she immediately starts jamming out to whatever was playing yeah, on the on some the song was playing. Stereo. Some song was playing on the stereo, and I started just doing, like, back up to the recorder. Patrick was so pissed. He I was, was pissed. like, give me that fucking recorder. He just, like, snatched it out. <laughs> I was like, oh, recorder? These are cool. And then I was like, da 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 Like, I was fucking, I don't even know, like, uh... What's that? What's that guy's name that has like the curly hair that plays the saxophone? Kenny G. I was like a little Kenny G. You were really good. I will give you props. <laughs> you have a lot of musical talent. I have very little, and so I I forfeited the recorder. To it was Fran. so funny. Patrick I told her like, she could have it. Now. Yeah, because I didn't I didn't want it. I don't need to be demeaned. I got the recorder for me, <laughs> and it was it turned out not to be a fun and leisurely activity. I got you a ukulele you... for your birthday. You never play it. I do. I do. No, I haven't heard. You I play don't play it. it around you because then you give me dirty looks when I play the same thing over and over again. But that's the thing is like you you're like not... why can't you just be good? No, 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 <laughs> like, no, Because no, I'm no. practicing. That's not no. Okay, but here's the thing. I got you the ukulele like two years ago you played the same song for the past two years that's not true it's the only thing I that you a, play over and over and over again and that's i'm not like true. you know it's I been little, two years I have a little is there any other song? <laughs> you know what i mean i'm like sitting there at my desk like okay magic that's I know, not true i know where this is going it is true that's not true you also, yourself just said that i get annoyed with you because you play the same thing over and over again play the you same? gave yourself away you acknowledge <laughs> that you play, play the same song for two years on that fucking ukulele Okay. Play something else. Okay. Okay. Listen. First, I <laughs> I have a small set list that I do, a and I perform. Small being one. I perform a set list of one song. I perform several times a week for the dogs. No, you don't perform several times. No, the last time you performed was I'll give you this. You did make some intros for some of our segments, like maybe three or four episodes ago. Remember yeah, just when it was like, like two episodes ago. Whatever, and it was great, and that was a lot. That was the most recent time I'd heard you play mm. ukulele. But what about the time I played it at our wedding? How about oh, that? That wasn't worth it. That was two years ago. Um, yeah, it was worth it. That okay. was great. No, okay. that was wonderful. All right. Oh, look at you. You are so happy with yourself. Yeah. Yes, baby. It was. And, and, it was beautiful and romantic. And Deray is going to get back to me at any moment, <laughs> telling me that the proper way to pronounce Cran is Cran. Oh my God, you are so Patrick is such a Duray fanboy. I met him. I'm not. You are. Though. I mean, I I I love Duray. I I think. But he's, you are uh, a fanboy. Just an amazing man. Because I met him and I like was so excited to tell Patrick and I just I took a picture with Duray and I like showed it to Patrick and Patrick was like, "What the fuck? Fuck, man! What the fuck?" Again with the stupid voice. Why do you make me sound so stupid? I don't make. It's not stupid. I just don't know how to do like a guy's voice. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's the closest I have to like a masculine sound. He's like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's the best <laughs> I can do. Listen, DeRay knows how to pronounce Cran. I have faith. Okay, whatever. Well, let me know if he gets back to you. So apparently, a new study from researchers at Birmingham University says that if you end your text messages with a period, that means that you can come off like an asshole. Which I, I, you know what? I don't know that I agree with this. It's a period. It ends a sentence. So so when you when you villainize the period, you've really fucked us all. Yeah. I you don't know, know what I mean? I like, don't know why, why that is the case. If I said to you, like, yes, period, you would think that that was ruder than just like, yes, exclamation point. Yes, exclamation point. <laughs> you would think, why? Why would that feel? I do rude that all the time, you? where I'm like, do I put a period here, and then I put the, and then I put the exclamation point, and I'm like, this is just too excited, too. Also, yeah. once you start using exclamation points, you're like obligated to use them because then you feel like the next tweet or the next text without the exclamation point sounds like it's not the same sort of funny, happy, 
lighthearted thing. You know what I mean? I'm, so you looking, get- I'm looking through your text to me, and you know what? Maybe this is true. You use periods a lot, fucking asshole. <laughs> you use them a lot. Well, you know where you stand. You do. You. <laughs> I'm seeing periods all over the place in these texts. <laughs> um, okay, so then here's the thing. What does it then say if you use a semicolon? It means you're smarter than everyone else. I use semicolons frequently. I never know when to use a semicolon. Oh, I use them all the time. Wait, wait. Is the semicolon the one that's like, what's the one that's like a dot and a comma? That's the semicolon. That's the semicolon. Yeah, the full colon is the two dots. Right, right, right. And the two dots, the colon is used before like a list or something like that. Right, but when do you use semicolon? Semicolon separates two independent phrases that are related to each other. Why don't you make those just two separate sentences? Because it shows their connection. So I say so I say something like, "Hey, I I saw that you posted on Twitter that you're sick." Semicolon. Are you okay? Oh, but that just seems kind of like weird. Like why don't just put a period? You don't want to be an asshole, so you don't put a period. <laughs> yes, it comes off as concern. Cuz then otherwise it's like, "Oh, I saw that you were sick." period <laughs> right you know what i mean the semicolon is like i actually care yeah yeah oh okay well that's cool well you really figured out your grammar yeah um your punctuation good job I, you know what on the topic of text patrick i gotta say i'm very proud of you you've been using emojis lately and that's, you well, see, were that's like the other you thing. were anti-emoji for a while i'm anti everything the first you're, time i encounter it because <laughs> you're a hating ass hater I, it's also true um so why did you start using emojis uh you know I, I i you know i can't i can't you know why because i can put the peach Next to the eggplant. Ew, you are so gross. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really what I use it for. Oh my god. Okay, if you guys don't know, the peach is supposed to be like a booty, and the eggplant's supposed to be a dick. So clearly, Patrick is saying that he likes to send vulgar text messages. <laughs> Who are you? Wait a second. I don't have any peaches or eggplants yes, in my you text do. messages. So I don't know who those are getting sent no, to. No, yeah, you do. <laughs> You've got them. The text about Naked Thursday, you've got it in okay, there. Okay, please don't do that to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> you have crossed the line, and all of this is getting edited out. All right, so you, do you want to tell that? Because I know, I know we've been talking about C.J. Pearson oh my gosh. for a couple weeks. He's been on our list. Listen, we got so many tweets and emails and Facebook messages about C.J. Pearson. I didn't write down everyone who sent them to me because we just got so many. But thank you to everyone who updated us that C.J. Pearson is no longer a conservative. If you don't remember, a few episodes ago, we talked about a 13-year-old little black boy. I think he's from Georgia. He's got a really thick Southern accent who was, like, super anti-Obama and, like, super conservative. And he said Black Lives Matter was a terrorist organization and whatever. Apparently, this kid had his wake-up call and has renounced conservatism apparently he saw the video of laquan mcdonald being shot by the police and he was like oh shit like i need to like wake up because my conservatism is not gonna like save me from anything it's interesting that that's the i mean it's not like that's the first video that has depicted somebody being unnecessarily shot by the he's only 13 years old though he hasn't been around for like but he's also been, you know, taken under the wing of all of these GOP candidates right. and promoters and supporters. So it's like it's like he can't have I, I I find it hard to believe that that's the first video of that nature that he's. I don't know. But that's what seen. he said. That's what he said. And I think, uh, you know, I, I mean, don't... good for him. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But we were also talking about the fact that like C.J. Pearson, he is a very conniving little kid because I think he's just so desperate for the spotlight that he'll just say anything. Like I'm I hope that he really has he's no longer conservative. He's saying that he endorses Bernie Sanders, which like you're 13 years old. Why the fuck are you endorsing presidential candidates? You can't <laughs> You I cannot know. vote. That's a bigger issue. This kid never should have been relevant. Like why like people are asking him like who do you think should be the president? And it's like <laughs> right, right. um like right. Why are you like you know doing your homework or something? Right, like, what society is, going is on? crumbling when the adults are looking to thirteen-year-olds to encourage them to vote for a particular candidate. Yeah, that does kind of like make me a little uncomfortable. And he is just all over Twitter, being like, "I can't wait to be on TV so that I can talk about." A, B, and C, and it's just like it seems like he's just so excited f- with the prospect of being in the spotlight rather mm-hmm. than actually talking about 
any of these issues because he's 13 years old. I mean, I just not to say that you can't be a smart 13 year old. Right. And we should think like, why is he doing? And we should encourage involvement and education about these things as early as possible. But at the same time, we shouldn't hand over the spotlight and the credibility to a child. Right. Well, the thing is, is like I think it's great if young people want to get interested in politics. And I said this last time, like there's no there's nothing wrong with that. But I think there's a big difference between like getting educated on these issues and then like running to Facebook and starting a Facebook group and like making memes and getting a logo for yourself. And then like you're like campaigning and stuff like mm-hmm. he, he really has, was milking it. He it was the definition of doing the most. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I just felt like it was a, a, a bit much for a 13 year old. It's it was way too much. Gawker had the best word on this, and it's it's again society is crumbling because Gawker had the best word. I on know. It. <laughs> like, like, I was for one second like, wait a second, are we getting ready to compliment Gawker? But, right, but they did because their article about C.J. Pearson, which was reporting on his change of heart, right, uh, said 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 there's two things that are assured when you deal with a 13 year old. A, they will inevitably say something stupid, and B, they cannot vote for the president. So <laughs> exactly, it's like it's like you could not be less relevant. Yeah, but he but he's milking it. So I mean, I I honestly still would love to have him on our show just for like the weirdness factor because I can't imagine he's kind of flip flopping. Like he said on his Facebook page that he hasn't he's he likes still has conservative principles, but he's just stepped away from the label, which is like, okay, dude, what are you talking about? Like (laughs) you can't play both sides. Like you can't be a conservative and not call yourself a conservative. That's it. Maybe maybe the Republicans stopped calling him and they were like, you know who could call me? The Democrats. So let's switch. Yeah, whatever. It's possible. I just I just feel like he should um, take a break and actually just be a 13-year-old kid and, like, I don't know. Well, I don't even know what 13-year-old kids do nowadays, but he should do some of that instead of, I don't even know, trying to Instead of campaigning. Instead of campaigning. Mm. Like, just stop, CJ. Stop. (laughs) I thought this was really interesting. I saw this and I just just thought it was very funny. Jim Brewer had some guy who was basically harassing him uh, online. And the guy, he he got five years of probation, and had to attend. Wait, he took he took. Wait, wait, you just skipped over something. How do you get five years probation? Did he for he harassment? Pressed, he pressed charges against this person. Correct. There was police involvement. Oh, the, the guy went after Jim Brewer so hard that he uh, allegedly Jim Brewer on a national uh, talk radio show poked fun at him. Who is the guy? The guy was a former neighbor. I guess he owns a pizzeria, some dude named Giuseppe Ionfrida. Ooh, I wouldn't even say his name because maybe he'll start harassing us. Oh, well, you know what? It'll be good for our uh, for our listenership. Oh yeah, maybe we'll just maybe we'll blow up. Okay. Maybe you could sponsor us. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't had a sponsor <laughs> in so long. Okay, so Jim Brewer. God, I just feel like he's so inoffensive and like stoned all the time. He's like, "Yeah, I'm Jim Brewer." That's my Jim. <laughs> that was Brewer. a pretty good one too. And you saw my face. You need yeah. the face. Yeah, you he- look a lot like him. I do. I mean, just now you looked a lot like Yeah, because his eyes are like bugging out of his head. And he's like, yeah, I was a Okay, no, stone. okay. I'm sorry. I, I didn't see you the first time. Now that I'm seeing it, you don't look anything like him. That was terrible. Are <laughs> it's you okay, kidding though. me? I did kind of look like no, him. No, you didn't. You felt like you looked like him, but I you did didn't. feel like Jim Brewer is one of those people, and this is like in his stand-up, and it's so funny. I don't know what to think of it because he always says he looks stoned, but he's not. But he really, really does look stoned. Like his eyes are like so, so He red. does. He made a whole career out of that. Yeah, he really did. But I'm what I'm saying is like, what could he have possibly said about his neighbor that was so bad that the guy had to start harassing? I him? couldn't find out exactly what he what he said, but apparently he poked fun at him on some radio broadcast. Okay, and the guy the guy went so hard that not only did did the judge give him five years of probation, but he's also ordered to attend psychiatric counseling and anger management. Wow. Also to forfeit any weapons, which is pretty typical of like a restraining order, right? And to have no contact. With Jim Brewer, which is the restraining order. So he, this guy, he was quoted as saying, as saying in response to whether or not he was going to abide by the restraining order and all of this stuff. He said, he shamed me and it will never be over. God, that is so weird. Listen, I would have to think if you were Jim Brewer's neighbor, you've got a little bit of money. Like, I don't think Jim Brewer is like rolling in dough, but he, I think he's doing okay, right? Like people still watch Half Baked. 
Oh, yeah, man. He probably still makes money off of that. It's in syndication. I, I want to talk to Samson. <laughs> right next to the beach. <laughs> um, sorry. That, <laughs> that, like, that was, was so a terrible. That was really, really oh, bad. I, I know. Whatever. It's a good line in the film. Um, but what I'm thinking is just like, dude, you are really sad to be that upset over Jim Brewer saying something about you on a radio show. I just can't imagine that it was that bad. I just love that Jim Brewer, the guy that seems just pretty innocuous in general and is not in the limelight has like a nemesis yeah i mean i don't think it takes much like you see who these people like stand for i swear you have you can be like the like lowest level of mediocre and people will be like yes goals and it's just like, <laughs> okay i'm like they really didn't do anything that's so funny because we get that comment no um that is so rude we have talent though oh yeah why? <laughs> I'm sorry. I Why? Okay, here's the other thing. We were at a party, and somehow the podcast came up. And you know what? I talked about this in the video that I just made. I made a video called Five Mistakes That Artists Make. And the last one was, like, talking down about yourself and your work. And you, mm. whenever our podcast comes up, we'll be, we're at a party, and someone's like, oh, you guys have a podcast? And pa what is it about? Patrick's like, it's not really that good. Like, you shouldn't listen to it. I don't say it. that. You, oh, I don't my, say that. oh, my God, you no, did no, you're say right. that. You're right that I do, that I don't Tell promote me, it the okay, way that. Okay, let's do a test run. Oh, so you guys, <laughs> no, do <laughs> this it. This is a very natural thing. Is... Do it exactly how you did it at the party, okay? Okay. Oh, so you guys have a podcast? What's it about? Yeah, you know, it's just it's just pretty much Fran and I just talking. No, that is not what you did. Yeah. No, it's really not what you did at all. You were like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's like this thing that we do, and it's just not, you know, we just go in there and yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It and was Fran, Fran comes, Fran comes and plays cleanup, and it's good. No, so, no, I swooped right in. Yeah, you do, and you were like, we talk about social issues, we solve problems facing America today. No, I was I like, whoa, that. I whoa, didn't say that. did we do that? No, I did it. I was like, our sh <laughs> I, you know, I did the elevator pitch, and you know what? It worked because didn't you see that guy subscribe to our podcast right there at the party? He did. He did, and and more than one person did actually. Exactly, so, because you were right. But you know what? I think it's good because we work well in tandem. So I do like the undersell. No. You immediately come in and do the oversell, I and then come out right in the middle and say, "Wow, now I really need to check this out." I don't oversell, but what I'm saying is that you you gotta you say something like, "Oh yeah, you know, whatever, it's fine." Again and with the stupid voice. I don't know how else to make you sound when you say those things. <laughs> so so you know what? Fair Next enough. time, if you said something positive about our podcast i'd be like yes our podcast is amazing it's funny it's got science and animals and relationships and some language b words Ooh, i can't wait to get like i have not <laughs> been excited to cut something out of our podcast ever <laughs> And I am like actually excited. Like I'm ready to just <laughs> let's just like stop here. I'll go home. I'll cut that out. I tried to make you sound like a superhero. Yeah, it was it was a great effort. Listen, I am a professional voiceover actress. <laughs> That's so I don't true. Know if you Which is know. why we expect more from you. Okay, you are so you are. Did I tell you one time I got an email from someone that was like, "Hey, girl, I just want you to know sometimes Patrick really talks shit to you, and I'm I'm worried about you, girl. Let me know if you need me." I was like, "Oh my god!" Wait, in that voice? Yeah, that's how she emailed me. Oh, was it she? Yeah, she oh, was okay. like, "Cause you had hey, that girl. like slide up in your DMs voice going." Yeah, if that's that. I mean, maybe I was trying to get wiped up. Maybe she was like, "If you need somebody, take you know." Your shoulder to cry on. You need somebody to take the place of your man. <laughs> I got you because uh, I'm a little worried about you, girl, and you should be treated like a queen. You know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Did they say that? They didn't say the queen. She part, didn't right? say that part, but I but <laughs> like. I kind of wish that she had said that. Oh, <laughs> cruel. <laughs> oh, so cruel. Um, on the topic of emails. Why don't we do something different? Just jump right into some listener emails. We talked about this last week. We had so many great listener letters, and we have really been neglecting them show after show. And we absolutely love hearing from you. You can email us at lnbpodcast at gmail.com. This email is from Mo, and Mo says, Why doesn't Patrick start a cooking vlog? I'd love to see a show where he shows off his cooking skills while Francesca makes fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how that would go down. I 
think that that is a great idea. And if you follow me on Snapchat, I always snap pictures of Patrick's creations with Chef Patrick on them. Hashtag Chef Patrick. Um, which, I mean, I would I think that could become a thing if you, you know, got your shit together. Um, <laughs> but yes, I endorse I this idea. I, You know what? I'm here to make fun of you. So all you got to do is, you know. I cook every be, night. Right. But, but um, that's a vlog is not the same as cooking every night. Oh, well, I'm saying you can make fun of me at any time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not. Mo is asking, why haven't you started a cooking vlog? And you have not answered the question. Okay. I will actually consider creating a cooking vlog in which Fran makes fun of me um, because that sounds fun. Or just like an Instagram or something. You know what I mean? Like with all of your food creations. Yes. Oh, my God. You know what? I don't know if a vlog is the, the, I mean, that's a big step because videos take a lot of work and, like, time and editing and stuff. But I think an Instagram would be a great way to kind of, like, dip your toe in. Mm -hmm. This is just pictures. You could write about what you put in the food and you could take a little 15-second videos of stuff. Okay, yeah. I'll I'll give it a shot. I mean, I cook stuff. (laughs) You, you really, you're really selling that Instagram, No, I did it again. Shit. Okay, well, we will work on that. Okay, next email comes from Brittany. This is, she gives us two parts, a serious and a fun one. She says, my boyfriend recently proposed. Any advice for newly engaged couple? Anything you wish someone would have told you or warned you about? Oh, uh, for a newly engaged couple, yeah. I, I, I think until the wedding actually happens or the wedding planning starts, you're pretty safe. You just stare at each other lovingly <laughs> because now you're newly engaged and it's it's adorable. Uh, beyond that, I mean, it's pretty smooth sailing. The engagement doesn't cause any trouble. Yeah, it's, it's the, the wedding, marriage. It's the wedding planning. Oh, the wedding, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, excuse me. It's the wedding planning. And honestly, I'll be totally honest with you. Um, I really, we really lucked out because our mother-in-law, Patrick's mom, is awesome. And she really, like, took the reins and did most of the wedding stuff for us. But I will say that you don't have to do something. If you don't want to do something, like, super expensive and over the top, you really don't have to. Don't let anybody pressure you into doing anything that you don't want to. I have so many girlfriends that get engaged, and then they just start, like, stressing out all the time. And it's like, Mm -hmm. that's not what it's supposed to be about. You're supposed to be, you know, entering into the next phase of your relationship with your partner not being stressed about flowers and doilies and tablecloths and like, you know what I mean? Like that stuff just does, doesn't Venues really matter. You know what I mean? I think alcohol and music and photos are the most important thing of your wedding. And then everything else is just like, no one's going to remember the food or like what the place looked like. Like no one's going to remember that stuff. Yeah. They're, they're going to remember the alcohol, the photos. No, the alcohol is what's going to make everyone have a good time. Mm. The photos are what you're going to, like, post on your Facebook page and, like, you know, maybe get printed and hang in your house. The music is going to make, you know, everyone's going to have a good time because there's music and alcohol. The flowers on the table and the food and all that other stuff is great, but, like, don't don't stress out about that. You know what I mean? Like, you don't don't need that. I agree. I agree. I I think you should think about what it is you want, how to get it, and what will make you happy while getting it that process and and just do that i mean the honestly the less traditional it is the more it's going to be your own personal take on your wedding and you'll own it you know it'll be more yours and it'll be more satisfying because of it yeah all right the fun question is fran what is one slang word that you wished patrick understood and used more and patrick what is one florida headline that you wish you could have witnessed as a fly on the wall You know what? I don't really know. It's kind of weird because like. Because you also don't know any slang words. No, I do. (laughs) I know. I know what Molly Wap meant last week. and You Mm. didn't know. You thought that was made up. What I found to be interesting is that Patrick really uses like language B words now in his daily life. And I just think it's so funny. (laughs) I love it when it happens. It's so, so cute. So I don't know that I think of any that I wish he understood. But sometimes I will say something and Patrick will like kind of give me like a quizzical look and I'll realize that he doesn't know what I'm talking about. Um, I kind of think that's like a metaphor for our relationship. <laughs> okay. It's true. <laughs> Do you say something and I have no idea what you're talking about? Yeah, but it's both ways. Like when you talk about like science stuff, like sometimes you're telling me about like something you read about the universe and I'm just looking at you like, whoa. That's fair. What yeah. Are you talking about? Sometimes I, I'm telling you why the universe could be a 
hallucination and right and i'm just like what are you talking about what about you um what is a florida headline that you wish you could have witnessed as a fly on the wall i don't know that's there's so so very many um i think i think we've seen a lot of that one headline recently about the guy who was hiding from the cops decided to hide in the lake and was eaten by an alligator oh my god every single person on this planet sent me a link to that florida man story oh yeah Oh yeah, because that's genius. I mean, it's just it's just like genius on whose part? The alligator? Yeah. Okay, because I was like, who? Like the guy did not clearly he didn't do. Like, <laughs> the alligators know. Eventually, somebody is going to hide from the cops, and I they're going to do it in the lake. Except for then they then um they then killed the alligator, which was really shitty. Like it's not his fault that some asshole got in the lake, and then you know he had to do what he had to do. You can't just let some some guy like jump in the lake. And like disrupt your, you know what I mean, your whole situation. It's just a territorial thing. I'm, he wasn't even hungry. He was like, I just have to do this to make a point. He's like, I have to send a message. You know what I mean? <laughs> you like, don't jump in my corner of the lake. Exactly. Y'all need to stop. <laughs> and so then he plays, you know what I mean? Like he pays the price. They both lost their life. That's not fair. It's In Florida, we call that the circle of life. The circle of life. Man runs from cops, gets eaten by alligator. Alligator gets killed for eating man. Local restaurant serves fried gator nuggets. Customer eats gator nugget, chokes to death. Till we find our place. I can't do this. I can't do this with a straight face. You, you are just entirely too into this. Oh, that's really funny. Um, so this listener letter is from Nirvana. I recently went through a life-changing journey. I changed my eating habits, became a vegetarian, started working out twice a day, six days a week, and it has not only improved my health, but resulted in a noticeable amount of weight loss. Here's where the problems begin. Mm. I am asexual. Ever since my transformation, I've received a noticeable amount of attention from men. I'm not saying I'm the hottest piece of ass on the block, but when you go from being completely ignored by the opposite sex or anyone, the difference is very noticeable. Telling guys that I'm asexual and they can kindly fuck off soon turns into an argument because they don't understand it and think that being asexual isn't a real thing. Some of my guy and girlfriends have taken it pretending to be my boyfriend or girlfriend so that I can be left alone. I'm appreciative, but it's made me a little bit more antisocial and introverted than before. I'm happy I'm healthy, but I can't understand why now that I should be happy with who I am. I'm feeling more miserable than before. I feel like the body that I'm in is what I hate, something I've never experienced even at my heaviest weight. I'm falling into old habits and not wanting to work out or really leave my bed or house. I hate that I'm pushing people away and letting this get to me, but I don't know what to do. Any help or advice would be greatly appreciated. I love your guys' commentary and advice on previous letters, so I hope you guys can help. See, people wow. really appreciate like this they is do. a this is a really this is a really interesting one because it's not something I ever would have thought would be like a problem. No, this is fascinating. I mean, I can relate because I've recently lost a few pounds and like I'm like beating women off with a what? stick. What are you talking about? It's true. It's true. I was getting noticeably. Is that more... why you were saying those um eggplant emojis? <laughs> Who the fuck are you sending those to? <laughs> no, but this is interesting. The idea, first of all, that that you are not interested in like being in a relationship with anyone. And mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, especially in this case, eating right and changing your exercise habits and all those things was really just about you. It was not about anybody else, which honestly, I kind of think that that's the way it should be. Like, I think that if you want to work out and and eat different foods because you are trying to get a certain body type, I think it should really be like a personal thing that is about improving your own health and self-esteem, not depending on what your goals are. I mean, if you're if you're if you're if you're Nirvana, then uh, then, yeah, that should that that makes sense. But if you're a overweight 15 year old boy who's interested in girls there's a good chance that that what's clouding your mind at that point is is entirely the prospect totally of being attractive to yeah women. yeah let me ref- let me just go back for a second that's not like a be-all end-all like it's totally uh self-absorbed to want to lose weight for the you know whoever you want to attract to mate but what i'm saying is i think that it's admirable to want to do something for yourself and then you know if a partner comes into the picture awesome Absolutely. but that's not something that nirvana wants and now she is encountering you know these like guys kind of like step into her mm-hmm. and she's like this is not what i'm interested in 
personally, I could understand that it might be kind of difficult to explain to someone that you're asexual. And maybe it's a difference between like not having to tell them, but just saying like, thank you, I'm flattered, but like, I'm, I'm good. I'm cool. You know what I mean? It's like you really don't have to open that door, especially if guys are being disrespectful to you and are like giving you attitude about well, I th- it. I think kind of what she's saying, though, is that is that she didn't really open the door. What opened the door is just her looking more appealing to men. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying I'm saying like so open do the door, meaning like don't. You don't, don't have to tell them. them that, like, oh, I'm not interested in you because I'm asexual. Like, maybe mm. because then they're going to be like, what does that mean? They're like, oh, you're not. Like, you just need to get with the right guy. Like, I feel like that's something a guy would say, right? Mm, you know what I mean? Because I, I, I don't know. I know from like some of my lesbian friends that sometimes when a guy finds out that they're lesbian, they're like, oh, well, you just haven't met the right dude. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, this... that's a weird thing to say to somebody. Absolutely, but it hasn't stopped anyone from saying it. What I'm saying is that, like, the minute that she says, actually, I'm asexual and that's why I'm not interested in you, then I feel like because maybe a lot of people have not heard that term before or, like, don't really know what it means. Oh, so you're opening yourself up to the need for a conversation about asexuality. Yeah, then suddenly you're at the bar being like, no, actually, it means this. You know what I mean? When all you want to do is stop talking to that person. And you're just like, I just really don't want to talk to you. You know what I mean? So, like... And I think it sucks that this has now kind of had like a toll on you where now you don't want to eat right. Now you don't want to go to the gym. You know what I mean? I think you kind of have to remind yourself why you started doing those things in the first place. And maybe, you know, I don't know, like it sucks that you it's like the onus is on you to do something. But maybe like you get yourself like a little promise ring or something. And then like when some guy starts bothering you, you just like show him your hand. You're like, sorry. And it's like a promise ring to yourself kind of thing. Mm, You know what I I mean? Like maybe this is like your commitment to like, you know, maybe it's like a gift to yourself. Like you've been working out and eating really healthy. So like, why don't you like splurge and buy yourself like a nice little piece of jewelry and just wear it on your ring finger. And then when dudes start bothering you, you can flash it to them Mm. and be like, actually i'm in a relationship with my damn self like you don't say that part but like you know what i mean maybe that'll be a good that's not bad advice honestly i feel like i mean some guys some people are gonna be bums no matter what and they don't care Mm, like you got what's your man gotta do with me i got a man i'm not trying to hear that see you know that's right yeah no, you do. I, I do you actually say yeah every time. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> I know exactly what that is. I just can't remember right now. Okay, do you think that that's a good idea? I think that's a pretty good idea. I don't know if it's going to solve her problems, but um, but well, honestly, saying- as you read that, I was wondering like, what can you possibly do about that? You can't. You can't. I mean, you can. There's there's two options. One, find a way to make yourself less appealing to men so that you can avoid. Yeah, their you advances. don't want to do that. I agree. I don't think that's that's not a wise thing to take on yourself. But aside from that, the only other option I could see is just is just just having a thicker skin. And and I don't know how to tell somebody how to advise somebody how to do that because I mean yeah. I'm not even very good at it. Yeah, I mean you know? that is that's something worth noting though in the sense that like. This is a new experience for you. And so it is something that you are going to have to kind of like build up a tolerance to. If you have not had that experience of like guys hitting on you like aggressively, it can be like really shocking and super uncomfortable and then make you, you know, want to withdraw and like not want to take pride in your body. And like you find that cute outfit and you're like, oh, wait, should I wear this? Because guys are gonna like look at me and like say stuff to me and like that sucks you know like no one should be in that position no matter what your sexual orientation is or lack thereof but again it's something that unfortunately I don't think that your health or like your physical fitness should suffer because there are like too many assholes on the street I agree with that yeah you know what I mean maybe you need to go to like gay bars with like dudes you know what I mean? So then, like, the guys there won't hit on you. Oh, all, yeah. So, I mean, avoid people who are attracted to women at all. And then, and then well, I mean, it's, if it's yeah, it's an option for when you're going <laughs> just, out to bars. I'm just saying, like, maybe you go to the bar and then, like, it's not, you know what I mean? Then at least you know that you're not going to get guys, like, like, sleazy guys trying to hit on you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm really trying to, like, pull something out of my It's brain. a tough one. I mean, it's tough. <laughs> like, it's a tough situation to be in, considering you really can't control how people around you act. Yeah, it's really a personal thing. Okay, that's the end of our listener letters segment. Again, if you would like to email us, we would like to hear from you. You can hit us up at lnbpodcast at gmail.com.
So wait, you, do you want to do your Florida man? I was about to ask you, do oh you have a Florida man this week? Oh, my God. Because I have a special Florida man for you. No, I actually don't have a Florida man, but I, I did give a shout out to everyone that sent us the story about the guy being eaten by an alligator. Um, and I, that was just all over my, my Twitter mentions. So People really, really enjoyed that story. People just enjoy Florida man, period. I mean, I, I we every email that we get has some line that's like, and we just, I love Florida man. It's my favorite segment. So I actually don't have something this week, but I'm excited about your Florida man. Okay. All right. So my Florida man's a little bit different from yours. Okay. This is how this works. I'm going to read you a quote and I'm going to give you a list, a short list of people who are Florida men who may or may not have said that quote. You have to determine which Florida man in that group actually said this quote. Oh, okay. I'm into it. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. do we need a Florida man intro? Uh, yeah. You want to give it to us? Well, I mean, you know what I'm going to do. What are you going to do? Florida, Florida man. Okay. Concerning using immigrants for cheap labor. A Florida man once said this, immigrants are more fertile and they love families and they have more intact families and they bring a younger population. What? Was it A, and that was concerning using immigrants for cheap labor. Okay. Was it A, Jeb Bush, B, Marco Rubio, or C, Wesley Snipes? Wait, Wesley Snipes isn't from Florida. Yeah, he is. He spent a, he spent, he did a stint in Jacksonville. No, but that doesn't make you a Florida man. You have he, to be, he spent a lot of time in Florida. But you have to be born there. He loves Disney. You have to be born Shut there. Shut up and play the game, Fran. Okay, I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm surprised I got you back on track. That thank worked. you. Thank you. You did. You did. You just yelled at me. Um, I'm going to say Marco Rubio. Uh, oh, wrong. it was Jeb Bush? It was Jeb Bush. Oh, damn. And it They're was, both so dumb. It was just a quick reminder. This was all to say the immigrants bring the labor that we want to use cheaply. Well, and that they're more fertile. What the hell is that about? <laughs> I mean, there's nothing okay with this, but the context makes it far, far worse. Oh, that's so gross and weird. <laughs> okay, number two. Oh, you have another one? Oh, I've got four of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really impressed. <laughs> okay, hit me, hit me with, hit me with your best quote. Okay. Fire away. This intolerance in the name of tolerance is hypocrisy. Now, that's intolerance in the name of tolerance. Mm. Support for the definition of marriage as one man and one woman is not anti-gay. It's pro-tradition. Today, there is a growing intolerance on this issue. Intolerance for those who continue to support traditional marriage. God, this is just like a word salad. It is a word salad. What okay. What it does is it attempts to conflate intolerance with tolerance. Yeah, and it also intends to say, like, it's not fair that you don't think it's fair that I don't think that you should be able to get married, and that's not fair. That's exactly what it says. <laughs> like, what the hell? You can't deny someone their rights and then get upset that people are upset that you want to deny someone their rights. So, so was it A, Marco Rubio? Okay. B, Jeb Bush? C, George W. Bush while visiting Jeb Bush in Florida? <laughs> or D, Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp is not from Florida. He actually, he actually is largely from. He was raised in Naples. But you have to be born in Florida to be a Florida man. That's not true. Yes, it is true. That's not true. Okay, excuse me. I don't know if you know this, but I'm a Florida woman, and I know what it means to be a Florida man. And that means oh, you, you don't see what's wrong with that. I'm just saying. You don't like, see what's I... wrong with with a Florida woman commenting on what it means to be a Florida man. We will identify. How we want to identify. <laughs> we then will decide you, then, what it means to be you, a man from then Florida. Aren't you bothered by the fact that some dude has the nerve to just live in Florida and suddenly he says he's a Florida man? Johnny Depp is not a Florida man. He has lived there, but he is not, he doesn't know what it actually means. Listen, are you going to answer the question or not? Ugh. Okay. I'm going to, um, honestly, I'm going to say Marco Rubio again. Yes, you got it. Yes. Yeah, and that, that one was an easy one because so Marco dumb. Rubio and is all about marriage and, yeah. and bigoted marriage. Shut yes. Shut the hell up, Marco Rubio. <laughs> Can we, you know what? I saw a really funny article that was like, "Why do Marco Rubio's clothes never fit?" 
I, 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 have you seen him? No, I haven't noticed that. He always wears these like giant oversized suits. Huh. He looks like he's in a Talking Heads video. Yeah. You know that? Like, There's nothing worse looking than a, uh, than a suit that's too big for you. Yeah. It makes you look kind of childish. But but maybe it's like he's trying to appeal to like the everyman. Like, look, I'm just like you. Does everyman wear suits no, that are oversized? I mean like the everyman, like, I'm just like you. I can't pay to get my suits tailored. You know what I mean? Like he's trying mm. to look more not rich. Maybe, maybe. I don't know how rich he is, in fact. I, I mean, have no idea I, how much money he has. You kind of have to be rich to be a politician, right? Not necessarily. Bernie Sanders isn't rich. He's not? No, he's doing okay, but, I mean, he's not He's not loaded. Oh, really? No. I kind of just assume that everybody that ran... Most of them are, yeah. I thought absolutely. that you're just, like, you're just like a baller. Oh, man. You know, they told me I could be whatever I want to be. What do you want? <laughs> but apparently president is no longer on that list. <laughs> Do you, you said you have more. I do. This one yeah, comes from another Florida man. Yeah, they all, right? Isn't that the, isn't that the <laughs> That's kind of the theme. That's the segment, right? Okay, so the quote is, I still believe that people are truly good at heart. As Anne Frank has said, and I will put myself in any position to help another human being any way I can. Oh, that's nice. Right? So your options are A, Marco Rubio, B, Wesley Snipes, or C, George Zimmerman. Oh, this, you're fucking with me on this one. <laughs> you are fucking with me because I'm, uh, first of all, Wesley Snipes is not a Florida man. You don't know that. And I really, I, I'm going to, hmm, damn, this sucks. I really think that George Zimmerman said it. And he did. I, I Yeah, I figured that, that you were throwing me a curveball. He did. George Zimmerman said this thing and references Anne Frank. Ew, about, get the fuck over yourself. About how he will do anything to help another human being. Oh, you mean like, you know, publish nudes of your ex-girlfriend on Twitter because you're mad that she broke up with you and she doesn't want you to stalk her anymore? God, do you know he tweeted, he tweeted, she cheated on me with the dirty Muslim. That was Ew. what his tweet said. And and for it, though, I guess we should be grateful his Twitter account was deleted. Yeah. So he is gone yeah, well, from he, Twitter, at least for now. He posted her phone number and address on Twitter. And I, I read about this, and the only consolation that I could find is that the way she found out about it was someone called her or texted her and said, hey, I just want to give you a heads up that George Zimmerman put your phone number on Twitter. And then she was able to, like, get her phone number changed because of that. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. she got a, a jump on it prior to getting, like, too many nasty messages. Yeah. But, like... That's fortunate. I just... At what point is George Zimmerman going to do something that actually lands him in jail? Because clearly this man should not be walking around because he is just like a fucking terrible person. Agreed. You ready for number four? Oh my God. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Final one. I did not vote. It's a phobia I have. There's something psychological about it. I know it's not responsible, but I voted for lots of things besides the president. Yeah. Lots of things that have changed children's lives and the planet's life. The planet's life. I just haven't voted for a president because I still believe we haven't found one. I can see myself having a very substantial point of view and contribution to helping politics get on the path to being less corrupt. Was this A, Johnny Depp, B, Fred Durst of Limp Biscuit, <laughs> C, George Zimmerman, or D, Wesley Snipes? Mmm... I'm going to guess this was Fred Durst. God, you are good at this. It oh! does sound like some shit Fred Durst would say, God, right? Fred Durst I've is never an voted, idiot. but I do trust that I could make the difference in finding a president worthy of our nation. I feel like when he says he's voted on things that matter, it's probably like, you know, the contest to find the new Lay's chip flavor. I yeah. think he voted <laughs> yes. for in that. He probably voted for the fucking, what was that, biscuits and gravy flavor? That was awful. Oh, it's so gross. Yeah, he totally, that's what he voted for. What a dumbass. And that concludes your warped-ass Florida man segment. Wow, that was really great, Patrick. Congratulations. That was a very successful segment. You're welcome. Um, well, listen, I don't have a language bee this week. Uh. I'm just kind of, you know, I had a rough week. I, came, I flew in from L.A. I got in a fight with Spike Lee. And oh, yeah. How did that go? Oh, I know. Listen, I'm going to make a video about it. But Cliff Notes, I went and saw Chirac. I went to a screening of Chirac at the Screen Actors Guild, and Spike Lee was there. And I asked a question about why his movie like completely glossed over the threat of sexual violence. The whole movie is about like a a, um, a sex strike so that the neighborhood will stop 
shooting and killing people. They're like, we're not going to have sex anymore. And then y'all will stop fighting Everyone or just some people were saying that? All the women said that they weren't going to have sex. You know, something like that happened. I forget where it was, but there was an ongoing war and the women. Yeah, that's what it was like. So it's based on Lysistrata, which is that happens in Lysistrata. But like apparently some other nation did it. And that's in the film. That's what happens. They get inspired. But what was really weird to me. That would be effective. I feel like. I feel like if what are you talking? It wouldn't because this is what I asked Spike Lee is that like if women said we're not going to have sex anymore. Guess what? Women would get raped. More women would get raped. And like Spike Lee just kind of completely ignored that and also kind of like made allusions to it. Like the women take this pledge and they say like if he forces you on the conjugal couch, just don't do it. (laughs) And then like that was a solution. If you're being forced to that's what they say. They say if they force you, just don't. And then like then they have the scene with like they're wearing these chastity belts and the men have keys and they're like, we're going to take what's ours. And they like sneak in and they've got the keys and they have the standoff and then they just the women say no and the guys like walk away. Then there's like a scene, like a sex scene that sounds like the girls being raped. It was just kind of like a lot of things that happened where I was like, dude, you have a movie about sex and violence and then no, like I didn't need to see somebody get raped, but no one said like, hey, what if they try to rape us? Like nothing, you know? Well, so somebody I, did, but apparently no the one response did. was, no one did. Just don't let them rape you. Well, no, they, she didn't, she, it was just like in the pledge. Like it wasn't, it just was not, the wording that they used alluded to sexual violence without like actually acknowledging it and so my question was why did they do that and spike lee's response to me was did you watch the movie and i said at a screening i I, you just watched the movie just watched the movie so can you answer my question and then he like got an attitude with me and was like i put three strong black women in this movie and you expect me to do everything and the movie's only two hours and like and i was just like what the what the fuck are you talking about like just answer my question. You know what I mean? Like, he just, it was just really rude. And then, like, someone in the audience was like, well, then why don't you make a movie? And I was like, what the, <laughs> what is happening? Like, what? Like, clearly, I'm at a, a, like, a private event for people in the freaking entertainment industry. I work in the biz. I'm writing a fucking, like, feature right now, like, spoiler alert, and fuck you. Like, I can ask a question about the film because we're at a talk back about the film. Like, it was just really weird and rude and and spike lee was just an asshole to everyone honestly like he was just really rude and all of those things are why i don't have a slanguage bay oh <laughs> spike lee did this yeah it's all his fault excellent well yeah. good I, i'm just glad you know what Th- that's the important part of this is that we know who to blame and it's not you thank you um listen i think that we had a pretty good show i think it went well um if you want to tell us what you thought about the show you can tweet us with the hashtag last name basis or you can tweet us individually at chesca lee tie optional and just let us know how you felt about the show thank you (laughs) thank you fran you're welcome i'm Francesca. i'm patrick and this was last name basis Shut it down. Shut it. Turn it all <laughs> off. Shut it down. This is over. <gasps> Whatever. I tried. <laughs> well, I put three strong black women in this movie, and you expect me to do everything, and the movie's only two hours, and I'm like, Bleh.